Everybody wants a wide receiver, but we all know that running backs are how you win your league. Let's find out who the top running back candidates in 2024 draft class are now. Let's go. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. We're your hosts, Calvin Timms and Dale Terry. And we are continuing with the rookies here today. And we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite position, the running backs. You know, running backs are getting no love the last couple of years, man. And it's pretty crazy. I know I heard on the the fancy footballers, the stat that uh, this year had the most rushing attempts in, of the last like decade or something like that. It was crazy. Wild. Which is, it, it kind of tracks, man. If, if you... This last year felt weird, and I don't know if it's because of all the quarterback injuries or if that running backs are starting to make a comeback. Everything in the NFL is cyclical, guys. It will come back that these running backs become a very important part of the game again. We just need mm-hmm. to make sure we're on the uh, the start of that trend, not the tail end of it, right? But <sighs> running backs just get no love, and this draft class is no different whatsoever. <laughs> People do not like this draft class. I've got about five guys that I actually really like and I love the value on them because you don't have to pay, spend a first on maybe any of them. There's probably Agreed. one that's going to be a first round pick. but uh, Maybe, maybe. But yeah, we'll, we'll get into that here yep. in just a minute. Before we get into that, Dale, how are we doing today? Yeah, I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm I'm excited to talk about some of these running backs. You know, um, I mean, personally for me, it was scraping uh, for for a lot of these running backs. Yeah. You know, there 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 there's a lot of good, but some of the name value really went out with uh Trevion Henderson, unfortunately. Uh, I know uh, he would have been uh, my uh, number uh, with one. Him man. and Sanders, yeah. 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 Oh Raheem. I forgot about Raheem. Yeah. I forgot, dude. Yeah. Dude, those two going he, back. Yes. Hurts yeah, so bad. it was it was big. So it's gonna be good for next like, year. Though. It's yeah, yeah, great. it's it's gonna be great. So like Travion's staying at Ohio State, so that's something to look out for. And then Sanders transferred to South Carolina. Yep. And he oh. is going to be someone to watch from Arkansas, right? He was uh he was on one of my big players this last year, he, right? He was from Arkansas, but then he did transfer to South Carolina. Right, right. Yeah. He yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So yep. um yeah, the, the running back class did take a little bit of a hit compared to the wide receiver. Now it is a very good wide receiver class like every other year. Um but I it do feels think like, there, yes. yep. I think there's some pretty good names to talk about here. Now before we get into the, the running backs, I know you guys are anxious, but uh, we're going to be coming out with a lot of content here over the next couple of weeks. So um, if you guys can, if you're listening to this on audio, I ask you guys to please go over to our YouTube channel, Dynasty After Dark YouTube channel. Please subscribe and you can hear all of our content as soon as it comes out. I'm going to be putting out extra videos over the next couple of weeks. You know, we're going to be doing two a week. We're going to be ramping up the podcast like crazy. And I'm going to be putting out a couple of extra ones. They're going to be fun, more um, exploratory type of episodes. Like, what should the Bears do with the 101? Should they trade or should they should they keep uh, Fields or should they go for Caleb Williams? Conversations like that. You know, fixing the Chargers franchise. How do we make this team not suck every single year where they have the most talent in the NFL? I'm going to be coming out with a lot of videos like that. And I want to push you guys over to the YouTube channel where you guys will be able to listen to that. It's going to be YouTube only exclusive content. So make sure you guys subscribe. If you're a new listener, we do appreciate you guys. Make sure you like comment on the video. Just helps us with the algorithm and gets it out there to more people so we can continue to grow and give you guys amazing content. 
The other day we put out our quarterback rankings, our initial quarterback rankings, and we kind of talked about some of their fantasy value as well going through mm-hmm. there. So we're going to do that the same thing here as we're going through these running backs. But, you know, today we're going to talk about probably about 10, 11 running backs. And, and uh, yeah, we'll really get into some good conversation on these guys. And I'm excited for that. So, uh, Dale, any last thoughts? I'm ready to jump into it. All right, let's stop. start at the top. And, you know, this is going to be our rankings for these guys. This is not going to be the mm-hmm. consensus rankings because I already know who the number one and number two consensus guys are going to be and is not our number one. Um, I don't think it's either one of our guys number one, but I think the number one guy that will be drafted by the community will be Blake Corum from Michigan. So we're going to talk about him in just a minute. We have the same number one, surprisingly. We did not talk about our list before before we got on here, but we both have Braylon Allen out of Wisconsin as our number one. And this guy is so disrespected. It is insane. He's going to destroy the combine. He is going to absolutely murder the combine. And you want to know why? This dude is a physical freak of nature. He's Derrick Henry reincarnated. The dude's six foot two, 240 pounds. You're like, ah, 240. He's probably a little fat, you know? The dude two years ago set a running back power clean and squat record. He is Nick Chubb in terms of squat records. This dude put up 610 on the squat rack, which beats out Saquon Barkley, his school record back when he was an amazing generational prospect. And yet nobody seems to care that Braylon Allen is just an amazing prospect. The dude is a thick boy. He is a big dude. He's a power back. He's not the best with the receiving. Um, He can catch, but he doesn't have natural hands is the best way I would kind of, I would kind of say that. But, you know, Wisconsin has been RBU for a couple years now. And dude, this, he's just, what am I missing on, on Braylon Allen that, people are out on him. Like, I just don't understand the negatives on him necessarily. I think, I, I think, I think part of it was his injuries this last year. Um, and he, he still played he, 11 he, games. He, that's true. And like, I don't feel that he dominated like the Wisconsin backs that we've seen in, in years past, like with the Melvin Gordon years and, you that's know, true. That is true. um, you know, and, and stuff like that. So, but, but also those are different Wisconsin teams, mm-hmm. you know, as well. So, I love Braylon Allen and he uh fun fact, he actually just turned twenty. I know he just he's so turned young, 20. man. He is so young. So 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 like he's not even a grown ass man. <laughs> be to, to 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 be honest, he's not. He's not. So, you know, you know, you know, he's 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 a very smooth running back. You know, he, he runs violent, which mm-hmm. is good at good and a bad thing. You know, it's definitely not Isaiah Pacheco violent. That's no. like, but he's, that's, he's that's built violent too. Though. Yes. Like yeah, he, he is, he's he is. 240. He's a linebacker playing running exactly. back. Like he has the natural uh, fluidity of a running back with a linebacker's body. That's amazing guys. That is, you're going to want this guy because he is the next Derrick Henry. When he rushes for 2000 yards, you're going to say, how did we see this coming? Right. Uh, it, right. it just, it's right. crazy. It, I was looking at uh, yeah. consensus rankings on him earlier and he's like the RB seven. Like, what are we doing? It's guys? really, it's, it's doing? really low. It's, it's a really bad, it's, it's a bad running back class. And you have the number, yeah, like it's, it's a beast average, of a prospect yeah. at seven, seven. Yes. 
So, so that's how we feel about Braylon Allen. He's very good. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. He's really good, man. I will say the, the the knock on Braylon Allen, and uh, there's some guys here that are very good pass catchers in this class, and we'll we'll talk about them. But he's not a good pass catcher. Doesn't really matter. I think he, I I think he's better than you think. You know, I, I think he's clunky. I, I, with I, you. I, I he he has soft. He has pretty soft hands. You know, I I, I feel he's a playmaker. But that be it's hard you know, to tell. That, be, it, it 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 also it also goes to his size. You know, it is he, true. He's a bigger guy. True. He's a bigger guy than some of these guys were. Seeing. That is true. It, and maybe that kind of changes your perspective on it. But it's also Wisconsin. Like he had a total of uh, forty nine receptions over three years. Like they just don't really throw to the running back in Wisconsin. Right. So um, we can't. We don't really have a great sample size um, in terms of what he's able to do with it. But that size that if you can get him the ball in space, the dude is a a freak of nature. So. Um, Enough about Braylon Allen. He's clearly both of our number ones. Number two is where we actually start to diverge here, and pretty drastically, <laughs> our rankings are aligned Wild. at the top here, yep. and then it it goes crazy after that. So um, we're going to go through this. I'm trying to think of the best way on the fly here to do this, but we'll, we'll kind of just go through my my list here, and we're going to kind of talk about them where they're on your list, and we'll we'll – show the list at the end of how we, we kind of rank these guys. But your number two is going to be Jonathan Brooks, who is my number five, right? My number two is going to be Trey Benson, who's your number four. So we clearly see these guys much differently. Um, Trey Benson for me, and the reason why I like him so much is he's more of a traditional running back in my book. And um, I think that he's got the size that I really like from a running back. He's six foot one, 211 pounds, listed he'll probably come out a little bit bigger than that you know he's give him a couple of months before the combine and he'll be able to beef up a little bit i do believe in that um you know played at oregon didn't play as is he was a red shirt freshman played uh in 2021 um really didn't play too much only had six rushing attempts that whole year transfers to florida state and i will say the transfer portal gets a lot of hate but this is one of the good things of the transfer portal right Plays 26 games for Florida State, has uh, 1,900 rushing yards, you know, averaging 6.1 a clip, which is pretty good. Uh, 23 rushing touchdowns, 33 receptions for 371 yards. He's got good hands, in my opinion. Like, he is averaging 11.2 yards per carry, which is pretty good. You you know, you go back to Braylon Allen, I don't think he's a bad receiver, but he was averaging, like, four a carry, or four a catch, I mean. So, you know, a big difference between the catching ability of Trey Benson and Braylon Allen, where I think Trey Benson's a little bit more well-rounded than Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen is a rushing specialist where Benson is a little bit more uh, well-rounded. Um, so that's why I like him so much as my number two. Again, he's a little bit more traditional. What are your negatives on him? Why do you have uh, him uh, down a little bit lower? Yeah, I, I mean, I like Trey Benson. And for all the reasons you said, I think the big thing with me is his injury history. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2020, he did tear his ACL, MCL, both his lateral and medial meniscus in his knee and uh, mm-hmm. in his hamstring. Yep. But he came That's back a pretty, the next year. I mean, okay, well, in 2021, he, he didn't he, really play much, yeah, but he came back he, the last yeah, two didn't. years for Florida State and played 26 I, I games. don't disagree with that, but like that that's still a major injury, and you mm-hmm. know, it's it's a likelihood of re-injury on some of that is, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it's significant, but you know, it's a real thing. So, yeah. I you would know, just point you know. to um, to counter that, and I hear I do hear you on that. I do hear you. 
Um, the way I would counter that is Nick Chubb. And, you know, obviously Nick Chubb had that horrific that. knee injury this last year, but that was a freak right. of nature hit. Like he got yeah, turned yes, 90 yes. degrees and, and I, in I that tackle. That. But he he had the same thing. His his rookie year um, had that horrific knee injury. Or I think it was maybe his sophomore year he had the horrific knee injury. Came back and was playing well and then came to the NFL. Never really re-injured that leg because he was able to get it fully healthy until this this last year. So um, Nick Chubb was able to dominate after he, he got healthy again. And I, I kind of see that similar trajectory for Trey Benson here. I, I do hear you, though, that the re-injury risk is is always there, right? It's in the back of your yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, th- I think that's a big thing for me. You know, I feel he's a good runner. You know, I just, I don't think... I like I like Braylon Allen's passing ability pass catching ability more than okay. Trey Benson's personally. Sure. You know, um, you know, I think he he benefited by playing, you know, also benefited by playing in a pretty bad ACC ACC conference, sure. you know, and you know, but you know, but you still play the games, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, I I think he's a, you know, he, he's a capable back, but you know, I think there are some things to be weary of. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's go to your number two, Jonathan Brooks, who is my number five. Um, what is your, why do you like him so much more than, uh, than me, for example? I, I would say of the backs that I've seen, he probably has one of the best, you know, pass catching abilities, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I, th- I think that's going to serve him very, very well. You know, I'm not saying he's going to be like a Bijan level, you know, hype that we had last year, but by, by any means, sure. it's not really even that. So you know, I, I, I think he's a, I, I just, I just, I think he's a pretty good overall back. You know, he, he's, he, 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 he has a pretty good IQ. You know, he's, he, he's a playmaker with a ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think, I think that's a huge thing is just, is just, um, you know, just having that ability, you know, yeah. unfortunately, unfortunately, like we don't have a huge sample size with him. <laughs> no, with, yep. that's the with big him downside being the third me, string right? last year, you know, he was probably the third, fourth string last year because yeah. of, um, Bijan and and, and, and Roshan Johnson, yep. you know, so so we weren't able to see a lot of them, but you know, of what we saw, you know, it was it was pretty good, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's still a very limited route tree with um with uh, Texas, so you know, it's it's kind of hard to see that, but you know, I Texas think overall, I th- really well this year too, like, really well. Yes. They played better than last year. I will. Than, I mean, than they the made the playoff, but, right? Like they they did make yeah, it. So. Yeah. So so I I think the big thing though is that. I, you know, I know we have our, our one, our one, um, is, 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 is in, is the same, but you know, I kind of feel these guys from like one to five to six or, I mean, I would say two to five to six mm-hmm. are pretty, I feel could be, yeah, very interchangeable yep. right now. Yeah. And that's where I, I, I hear that. And that's where it starts with three for me. Like, um, like I do think Trey Benson is a little bit above these other guys, but you know, yeah. that I hear your arguments for that. For me, Jonathan Brooks, the biggest thing for him and the reason why he's five for me, again, you, you're right. We didn't get to see a ton of um, production from him because he was behind Roshan. He was behind Bijan mm-hmm. for the last couple of years. And those guys are really good. <laughs> They're really good. Yeah. Uh, but this last year, he has the opportunity. He comes out and he, he kind of takes it by the horns. 187 carries for 1,100 yards. 25 or sorry, 10 touchdowns, 25 receptions for, for, um, 286 receiving yards does get injured though. And that's kind of, um, a unfortunate situation for him. I think it ultimately might push him down the board a little bit. Um, when is he, what did he, what was his injury? Do you remember? 
uh, I think it was an ACL, I believe. That's what I thought so too. So, you know, he played most of this last year. He played at least 11 games. I can't remember exactly when the injury happened, um, but he's not going to be healthy to start next year. You really don't want him to be. I think it's going to push him down the draft board pretty heavily. So he's he's going to go probably like fifth, sixth round um, in the draft, and, and that's unfortunate for him because I do like him. I think he's fluid, but the draft mm-hmm. capital plus the injury coming off of that, it's just a long shot for him to ever really have a chance in the NFL, um, which is why initially, you know, after the draft, if he ends up going in like third, fourth round, okay, yep, I'm all aboard with this guy. But, you know, I I think for me that the current injury is just what kind of pushes him down. Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to be – it was um, – it was an ACL, um, and it, it was it was in – it was in mid-November. Okay, so maybe he gets back. So 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 he, he's – it's going to be a close recovery for training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I think they'll yeah, probably it just sucks because he can't do the yeah. combine. You know what I mean? Like all he can do is interviews. That's it, true. That, that's but true. We'll but see where yeah, he gets yeah, drafted. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. He's a good player. He is yeah. a very good player. I, I don't want to uh, knock Jonathan Brooks at all. Um, and if it wasn't for that injury, he would be probably my number three right behind Benson. Uh, but it's just that injury scares me a little bit in terms sure. of his draft capital, which is going to be important in terms of opportunity for the NFL. Cause right. if he can get an opportunity, I think he can take it. But uh, you know, that's what scares me a little bit. All right. Blake Corum is my number three here. And you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of people are going to probably have him as their number one. And I mean, I think we can already pretty much uh, line him up to be the chargers next running back. Um, you know, Jim Harbaugh gets hired with the chargers. There's no first round running backs. Chargers are probably going to take him in round two or round three. I could, uh, I can pretty much confidently say that because Austin Eckler will be gone and they really don't have a run game after Austin Eckler. So, um, and he's Harbaugh's guy, right? But Blake Corum, there's some red flags for me. He's a little bit smaller. Um, he's five foot eight, you know, projected to be 200 pounds. So he's thick, you know, he's kind of like a Clyde Edwards layer a little bit there. He was good in college. He was sustainably good. You know, Clyde was kind of a one-year wonder, but dude, I don't think he's a natural catcher receiver um, of the ball. And I don't, with that size, man, it always makes me a little nervous to have a primary ball carrier to be that small. Like, I'm not saying that it can't happen. Like Christian McCaffrey is, is like 5'11", 200 pounds, right? So it can happen that he can be a, a workhorse back, but you know, this guy was a workhorse back for Michigan and I don't see that same role in the NFL. And that's why I'm a little bit down on him, but I think he's going to have good draft capital and good opportunity that is going to put him up there too. So it's kind of a, a, a balancing act right now for me. What are your thoughts on Corum? Um, I will let some of my bias show. I'm not a big fan. I mean, oh yeah, you hate Michigan. Yeah, yeah, with a fire, with a fiery passion, and um, you know, I, I, you know, once they get to a league, it's it's to the league. I, I may not hate them as much, but <laughs> right. it is what it is. But right. you know, I do, I do know that he's very good in short yardage. He does have the home run speed that you like to see. He mm-hmm. has, he, he has, he, he has good vision, but also he played behind a. a fantastic offensive line yeah and, it was it was it was it was, it was yeah yeah it was it was a top five in the nation you know you know it, it was pre- pretty much his whole time at michigan so you know 
I, I don't, I, 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 I always felt that like if, if, if any running back in the nation, if I needed one yard, I would want Blake Corum. I'll just, I'll, I'll just say that because, uh, because when he is in the short yardage, like, like he, he, he just, he's, he's kind of like, um, who was, who was the guy that was called, um, Muscle hamster back in the day. Oh, it's like, uh, I know uh, who you're talking about. I can't think of uh, yes. Doug Martin. Yeah, I, I can't, Doug Martin. Doug Martin. Thank you. Yes, yes. I, 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 I kind of think of him when I think of Blake Corum. You know, he, he's a small, stocky guy that, you know, he, he's quick, but you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, his tape's not going to why you, but he's still going to do really well. You know, and you know, I do see some of Corum's traits, you know, translating into the league. But, you know, also he's going to have a weaker offensive line. He's not a very good pass catching option. He's pretty poor at it. You know, he mm-hmm. he, he he just wasn't asked to do it. Um, and with him having a smaller frame, you know, you know, that that's a good and a bad thing. So, right. you know, I, I, I like him, but I like him less because of. um, I mean, it's not just because he's a Michigan player, you know, personally, right. it's, 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 it's because, you know, he, he, he has good traits, but also not good enough traits for fantasy. Right. Yep. I hear you. Now we're going to go from him who is not a natural uh, pass catcher to a guy who I really like from a, from a pass catching standpoint, you're a little bit lower. Uh, Will Shipley from um, he's from Clemson. He yep. is your number seven, but he's my number four. And, you know, this dude was a pass catching freak, you know, through, through three years, he had 85 receptions for college. That is, uh, that's really good. That is really good. That means they trusted him to utilize him in that, in that role, because not a lot of players will do that. Um, but I think he's a little subpar as a rusher, um, but he's more of a, a receiving threat. So, you know, from a fantasy production standpoint, that's where I think he's got a little bit of an edge over some of these other guys in a weaker class that, you know, hopefully he goes somewhere that they can put him in that scenario, in that situation. Like you, you swap him with, um, you put him on the chargers instead of Blake Corum. And I think it's a much better landing spot, you know, and I think he would be much better for the team and given all his, abilities to produce for fantasy as well so um will shipley he's not an amazing i will say though he did have a 31 rushing touchdowns for not being an amazing rusher like he's not a a power back like he's a smaller guy but that's pretty good for the fact that he is a little bit smaller it it is it is i mean I, i i will say that the years he's he was at clemson clemson wasn't as notable as right. they it was right after past. it was right after lawrence left that he kind of yes. came in so he was he was there and he kind of emerged and you know he really was the guy there's there's not really a lot of talent on that team yep. you know it's just kind of him you know yep. and that's and that's i i mean i mean i do agree he, he he is a really good pass catcher you know he's 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 good in open space like he like like he has those quick bursts mm-hmm. but you know i i he's not he's not an overwhelming guy he's not you know, I, I think he's a good pass catcher, but that's right. But, that's kind know, of all I mean, he's he's really that's, good that, that, at. He's that's okay as a rusher, but it. you know, yeah. um, he yeah. you know we're 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 throwing back. You know, he kind of reminds me of his uh, Danny um, played for the Chargers. Danny, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, it's gonna bug me. It's gonna bug me until I remember. 
But there was a really good running back for the Chargers who was such a receiving threat that um, that's who he reminds me of. And I, I do believe that he can go somewhere for fantasy and he can just produce for fantasy. So um, we'll see where he gets drafted, but I like him a little bit Danny more. Danny Woodhead. Woodhead. Danny Woodhead. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yep. Danny Woodhead. That's who he reminds me of a lot because Danny Woodhead was a little bit smaller as well. Um, yes. But yeah, we'll see where he goes, but I like him for fantasy just because of the receiving threat that he is. Um, yes. All right. Continuing down this list a little bit here. Uh, let's talk about your number three really quickly before we lose sight of him. Bucky Irving sure. and, you know, we are completely opposite on this player. Like you love Buggy Irvin. And that's what that that's what's so funny about this this rookie class, right? Like you're really high on Jonathan Brooks. You're really high on Bucky Irvin. I'm really high on Trey Benson. I'm really high on Will Shipley. And we have these guys just completely flipped in our final rank or our initial rankings, right? So what is uh tell sell me on on Bucky Irvin here. He is a not as fast Devon A. Chan. It's kids. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I don't think anybody's gonna be really as quick and as has that burst as 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 Devon Achan did. True. Um, you know, coming out, but he he's he's a quick guy. He he's he's a playmaker in space. You know, unfortunately, I mean, he he's a decent pass catcher, but unfortunately, it was a lot of it was a lot of slip screens, a a lot of quick dump offs, and he made people miss. He did so, have 56 you know, catches his last year, which is yes. pretty good. Yeah. So, so, so his, his vision's really good. You know, he's, he's, uh, he, you know, he, he, he has a quick burst, you know, and, and 79, like that, that, or, sorry, 87 catches yeah. over the last two years. That is crazy yeah. for college. Yes. 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 And, you know, that's why, you know, that's why I view him a little bit higher because of, of his pass catching ability. You know, you know, it's not like he has a huge route tree and he's able to do all these great things, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, I, I think I think for him, it's the biggest struggle is with him having a smaller frame, you know, kind of getting in the trenches. You know, yeah, I, I don't I don't really think that's his game mm-hmm. is, you know, is in between the tackles. It's 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 everything outside. Sure. That's where, you know, it's it's funny because like him and, and Will, Will Shipley are pretty much the same skill set. Right. Sure. I do think that yeah. he's a little bit better as a rusher, but I think he also benefited from a little bit of an easier, you know, better team than, than Will sure. Shipley had, right? So yeah. um it, it's funny because Oregon Bo Nix was so good at, at throwing the ball the last couple of years that it really opened things up in the rushing game and that's where he kind of mm-hmm. thrived a little bit more. You go over to Clemson and, and Will Shipley did not have that benefit of the doubt that from right. the from the passing game. He was kind of like you mentioned, he was one of the the only shining stars on that whole team. So um yeah he he's gonna be an interesting player. And again these guys are very interchangeable and the, the draft locations will determine a lot of this. The combine will help a lot. Um, but yeah, man, he's an interesting player for sure. The question is, so really quickly, I want to take a quick little break here to talk about this from a fancy perspective, right? You know, Braylon Allen, Jonathan Brooks, Bucky Irving, Trey Benson, Blake Corum, uh, Will Shipley. Are any of these guys first late first round picks for, for, a one quarterback league. I would say in a one quarterback, Braylon Allen, I'd be willing to take Trey Benson. I would be willing to take in the, in the first, you know, d- draft spot pending, obviously. Um, I, I, w- I would say one to two guys. 
I, okay. Other than that, I don't like. You'd be I willing to lot, take Jonathan Brooks if you got decent draft capital. Yeah. E- 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 either, yeah, probably. Would I, you rather I, take e- him or Bucky? I have a feeling your I, your final rankings. You're gonna have Bucky above Jonathan. You love probably, this guy. Yeah. I I mean <laughs> I I I think the league is shifting to these quick quick twitch guys. Sure. You know, I mean, it, it's starting to do that, and these 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 more like um, I guess you can say like. Um, it's 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 a dolphins offense, you know. It's yeah, all these all yeah. these all these all these speed. track guys. Yeah, speed, yeah, guys. speed, speed, yep. speed, 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 speed. And I I think that's where the uh, the league's gonna keep transitioning to for a while, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why I'm a little bit down on Trey Benson and Blake Corum and uh, and another guy that that we're gonna talk about here in a minute. You know, these bruisers, you yeah. know, are a little bit further down because they don't they don't catch the balls. Ironically, okay. except, like for not, Allen, not, who, who except for Brandon Allen, except for Brandon Allen, because he's right, too, right. he's a he's a physical freak, man. I'm willing to bet on yes. physical freaks. And, 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 the, and, the, and the difference with, with Brandon Allen is is that he had a very very young breakout age. Oh yeah, a very oh, young breakout yeah. age. He was it, what seventeen? Like he if yes, he just turned yes. twenty, he would have been seventeen, right? Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude yeah. So 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 I feel man. differently about him than some of these other guys that are, have have had a a later breakout. Dude, I, he did a six hundred and ten squat at 17 he's a physical freak man i'm lucky if i can break like 200 and i'm 34 (laughs) that's crazy yeah yeah that's crazy oh gosh um i don't like squats guys Uh, you know i'm I'm not bad out of shape i just don't like squats uh no i think in a super flex league um from a value perspective (sighs) braylon allen is our number one i'd be willing to take him like early second Luckily, and that's why I love this this running back class. Like Trey Benson is probably going to go as the number one in a super flex league at early second round pick. Braylon Allen, you'll probably be able to get him with like the two five, two six, yeah. you know, unless something yeah. crazy happens where he goes higher than we all expect. But you know, Blake Corum and Trey Benson, I think are going to go much higher than Braylon Allen, and like you'll be able to get this guy with like a mid second, which is going to be amazing. Yes, Chef's kiss. Agreed. All right, let's continue with the prospects here. Um, there's a couple guys. I want to talk about these two guys together a little bit here. And um, yeah. Audric Estime and Jalen Wright. Um, Audric Estime from Notre Dame. Jalen Wright was with Tennessee. These guys are interesting. Um, I think both of these guys are kind of sleepers and worth watching um, because I think that they could really establish themselves as a, an up and coming candidate. Audric Estime, you know, he's a more traditional sized running back. He's six foot one, 215 pounds. You know, he played at Notre Dame, which is a good, good school. They always get decent matchups and everything. Um, he was an okay rusher. He wasn't anything special in that regard. He was pretty solid as a as a pass catcher as well but you know he was a touchdown monster he had 30 touchdowns in the last two years which is pretty good um i just i he's someone that is interesting again we'll see how he kind of projects in the combine but there's not a lot of size and beef in in this class and i think that that's why i like him a little bit more he's he's kind of a more again like a david montgomery a a more traditional style running back here and um, Jalen Wright on the flip side, this guy is explosive. He's tinier, but you know, Jameer Gibbs, who we all love and a lot of people think is a top three, you know, running back for dynasty, right? 
And I don't blame him after what he's been able to do the last couple of weeks. But, you know, he was only he was only five foot eleven, two hundred pounds, one ninety nine. I think he was six foot one ninety nine. Um, Jalen Wright is five eleven, two hundred as well. So he's a little bit smaller. He's Christian McCaffrey, he's Jameer Gibbs. But this dude is explosive, man. This guy, I was watching some of his tape, and it's just the way he is able to explode, he's like Tajay Spears, for example, or some of these other guys. It's just he hits it, and he hits it hard. He's not an amazing receiving back, but he did take a massive step forward in that department this last year. I do think a lot of that was screens, if I remember right, um, and it's Tennessee, so they gimmick these guys open all over the place. Yeah. But he, had, he went from two catches in his sophomore year to 22 catches this last year, so you know a big step up and that they trusted him in that department, which is a good sign. I do think that he can catch the ball. I just don't know how well because it's Tennessee, right? But the guy is just explosive. And, and you know, if you're able to do the numbers that he's doing, it, that is something that, that is stands out to me, at least from a, from a sleeper standpoint for this guy. What are your thoughts on these two guys? Yeah, with um, with Audric Estime, you know, I like him as well. Like, I think he's a very good goal back. You know, he kind of gives me shades of like a Tyler Algier kind of kind of thing. Right. You know, he's he's not going to wow you. He's he's a pretty patient runner, which is a good and a bad thing. But, you know, he, he has some quickness, but not really the high end burst that you really want to see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that worries me. You know, I feel the he's pretty will be big for him. Right. Yes. It's going to be huge. And I, I think I think it's going to it's going to depend how like his 40 time, honestly. Yeah, I can with, see that. With, with him. You know, it's going to be his 40 time. You know, um, you know, I, I, th- I think he, he he's a good runner. But, you know, I think passing, you know, the passing game's a little, a little to be desired a little bit, you know, so, you know, and, and he does fumble. So, you know, that, that's something to yeah. just be aware of. Like, you know, you know, he, he does have ball control problems. That's so it's never good. It's never good. It, it is never good. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then with Jalen Wright, you know, um, as, as, as some people that are in Debbie leagues know that there's a guy called Bruce Feldman who has a. Who has his freaks annual list. freaks yeah, list? Yeah yeah, 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 he has a freaks list, and I, 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 I like to look at this because that kind of gives me a gauge on who who I can look at at these skill positions. Who's going to be you know like these physical freak guys? You know, yep. you know, it's it's for instance like Marvin Harrison Jr. is on there. You know, uh, other players have been on there, and other players we've talked about have been on there. You know, um, so and with that, um, Jalen Jalen Wright's on there. Mm-hmm. so you know i i think i i think he's he's a very good playmaker you know um you know he's you know he he's a guy that's gonna he's gonna lower his pads and go you know he 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 runs with violence he runs with you know a, a lot of oomph but you know i think with him having a slider build that that could be a problem mm-hmm. you know i i think with him like he he he, he just really needs to bulk up and just um, you, Not, you know, and, and it just, just needs to go to a good him. scheme, right? If he goes yeah. to a good system, like imagine the Niners take him and I, I get it like, Oh, that's a terrible idea. But Christian McCaffrey's getting older, man. He is getting up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but is. like you imagine him in, in the Niners offense, like the way that they could put him in right. space or even the dolphins, right. As a Raheem Mostert yep. replacement, like, yep. you know, those type of systems, like, or here's a good one. Here's a great one. Minnesota Vikings. 
Let's get him on Minnesota, man. That could be fun. Like yeah. Jalen Wright in Minnesota would be very, very good. And th- that'd be like a third round pick for them. Like, um, yeah. but I think there's a lot of landing spots where they could utilize his skill set really, really well. Um, that would be fantasy relevant. So we're, we'll see. I think he's going to blow up the combine. I think he's going to be very good in the combine yeah. here in the next month, but his explosion numbers, dude, to me, they stand out. They, that's the biggest thing yep. I saw from him was his explosive ability. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's rapid fire the last couple guys here. You know, we have a different list for the last few, you know, I, I've only got two more guys that I even wanted to, to even really talk about, but Ray Davis and Frank Gore Jr. Frank Gore is just tiny yep. man name values yeah, there. He Maybe he gets drafted a little bit higher than because of the name value, but I, I don't think he's actually that good compared to his dad. Um, he's kind of a grinder and he's tiny, which doesn't really stand out well to me. Ray Davis is kind of the same thing. He's, he's a, he's smaller. He's not as tiny as, mm-hmm. as Frank Gore, but um, he's also just kind of a grinder. He's not really, uh, he doesn't really stand out in any one category. Um, but, you know, after those top eight, it really falls off. It does. Pretty hard for it me. Um, what are what are the guys that you really wanted to, to kind of mention um, here? I, I I mean I'm I'm a homer and I will say that unfortunately you know I I I, I as a analyst you know have, have to be aware of my biases you know I really like Mayan Williams I I like I like what I saw with him mm-hmm. um, I personally wish he would have stayed another year I think he needed an, another year of development you know I really like I really like the hard runners and and the sure. violent runners that 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 are going to get those extra yards. W- where they could slip out of a tackle, you know, um, and, and I did see him improve, you know, in the screen game, you know, and I think what's huge for a lot of, of, of NFL teams is your willingness to pass block. Yeah. Yep. And that, that, that's, that's what keeps young players on the field is your willingness to pass block. And, you know, I, I really, really good or really good at blocking. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and with Mayan, you know, I don't think he's going to get the draft capital that, that you really want, but you know, I, I, th- I think he's someone to highlight and, and, and to just be aware of. Sure. Um, and, and then the other guy is Dylan. Um, I looked up the pronunciation of his name earlier. Laub. Like it's, I think, yeah. Laub, Laub. <laughs> we'll um, he, he's from the university of, um, New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it's a very small school. I, I, it's probably a D2 school, either, either D2, D3. Um, he's another guy that, you know, is, a, you know, a, a fairly quick guy. You know, he, he's, he's a playmaker. Sure. You know, he, he, he's a, he's a playmaker. Like he, he's a guy that runs hard. He wasn't even you on know. my list yet. So this is yeah. an interesting yeah. one so, for me. I'll have to check him out after this. So, so, you know, he, he's, he's just someone to keep, he's just someone to keep an eye on. You know, sure. I, I feel, I feel after, you know, it's just like what Calvin said after these top, you know, six, seven guys, yeah. you know, I feel, I feel it's more of a crapshoot on, <laughs> on, on what it's going to be. Yep. So, you know, so, you know, it's, 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 it's just someone to keep your eye on. Uh, last guy, Cody Schrader, you wanted to mention really quickly. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I got the, I, you know, I got to watch him a little bit in watch in, you know, my unfortunate watching of the cotton bowl with Ohio state in Missouri. Um, you know, and, and, you know, and I got to watch a little bit of him and he, 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 he did play really well. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's a sneaky fast guy, but you know, he, he's, he's not always, he doesn't have the top end speed. Uh, he, he, he has, he has good vision, you know, a hard runner, you know, I think 
the it's a thing with him is 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 like he just doesn't have necessarily the the burst, but he you know, but but he's a willing pass catcher, which is going to serve him well in the NFL. Sure. And again, the combine will really make a difference for these guys in terms of their sorting. Um, We'll see what these guys can do. But again, I think in a in a super flex league, you know, I'm not willing to take any of these guys in the first round. This this year's draft class is just too good. You know, we we talked about the quarterbacks last time. There's probably depends how it depends. It'll it will depend where. Michael Pratt, Michael Penix, Michael or, and Bo Nix, where they ultimately land. But um, there could be six quarterbacks that I'd be willing to take in the first round, potentially. You got Brock Bowers, you've got um, Malik Neighbors, you've got Roma Dunze, you've got Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, there's a few other receivers we'll talk about on the next episode as well that could potentially be first round picks. And it's just a very full first round in a super flex league this year. I'm not taking a, a running back that high. And I, I think that'll be, it'll be consensus. Um, the only one I could see really getting up there is if Benson or Coram go like to the chiefs or, you know what I mean? Somewhere crazy mm-hmm. that the hype kind of blows up on these guys. So if you need a running back out there and making this actionable for you guys, um, because a lot of people are trading for draft picks right now or, or trying to, you know, work your off season deals and everything like that. My biggest my biggest recommendation right now is if you need a running back trade for like the two, three to two, six, like somewhere in that range, because I think you'll be able to get a Braylon Allen. I think you'll be able to potentially get a Trey Benson, um, a Will Shipley, for example, Jalen Wright. You might even be able to get with a third round pick. He's going to be like my favorite stash grab player in this entire draft. I think, cause I, I we'll see where he goes again, but you know, if you're doing an early draft before the actual NFL draft, you guys are crazy, but you know, just grab him everywhere you can. Cause I do think this yep. guy is going to make a big splash. Bucky Irvin, for example, is another guy that we're, we're both kind of, we both like, but yeah, it, if you're trading for draft picks, go for a second rounder right now, if you need a running back. Um, and I think that, yeah, you can get a lot, e- even early third. I think a lot of these guys might even be thirds because we talked about eight guys in the super flex league. If the entire second round is not going to be made up of running backs. You know what I mean? So there's going to be potentially a quarterback or, you know, three or four receivers. And there's also maybe a second or third tight end, which we'll talk about when we get to the tight end episode. So, um, yeah, it's going to get full quickly. So, you know, trade for mid, late, early, second, third round, somewhere in there, um, and, and just get the guys that fall because, Running back is not great in this class, but I do think there's a lot of potential. You know, nobody wants to like these guys, but I do think that some of them will become fantasy studs, right? And we're trying to give you guys the best ideas of who we think will ultimately make their way out. And I, you know, like we talked about with Jonathan Brooks, I really like Jonathan Brooks. It's going to be a long road for him if he can, you know, if he can get draft capital that he's not terrible like if he can get fourth round draft capital all right i'm willing to buy into it a little bit but uh you know if if the injury puts teams off of him then it's gonna be a long road and and maybe he can do it and you can get him for a fourth round pick or something but we're just trying to give you guys the best lottery tickets to scratch off on these guys on who's going to become fancy relevant for years at a time because you're going to need these guys you know these guys the guys the running backs we have in the nfl a lot of them are getting older 
You know, it's Saquon Barkley. He's he doesn't have much time left. Christian McCaffrey. He's older again. Derrick Henry, um, Austin Eckler. A lot of these guys are starting to get older and aging out. So um, you're getting a lot of new guys, but you can't have a year where none of them are fantasy relevant. It's just not going to happen. So, um, all right. So last but not least, I'll just show you guys the the board here, and um, this is how it ultimately. Oh, let's go here. Um, this is how it ultimately shook out. And, you know, Braylon Allen, both of our number ones, a little bit of a, a shakeup between two and eight for us. But ultimately, I think we had the same seven guys there from two to two to eight. So um, I think the only one was Jalen Wright, which I think you'll kind of come around a little bit more on as I'm time sure goes. But yeah. yeah, so let us know your thoughts again on the Twitters on the YouTubes and let us know in the comments, like the video. And again, if you can just go subscribe to the channel as well, because we're going to be putting out a lot of content over the next couple of weeks and um, we're excited about it. We definitely are excited about it. So any last thoughts, Dale? Nope. All right, let's wrap this thing up. So thank you guys again for joining us next week. We're going to have the wide receivers and the tight ends. And then we're going to be getting into some mock drafts, some rankings, all kinds of off season content it's going to be a good time. We'll probably talk about the the coaching staffs at some point as well. Um, once they're all established, I think two teams right now. No, one, just the, one the, team, the commanders one team are the only ones left at this commanders, point. So yep. we'll see who they get, but we'll, we'll do all kinds of content. If there's a specific type, just let us know. Again, you can find me on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin. You can find him at dynasty underscore Dale and the podcast at FF after dark. Until next time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good night. And we all got dreams, we all want things, but what you gonna do for it, how you gonna move for it, what you gonna be?